Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today we're going to be talking about becoming a scientist of your emotions. Now one of the things that I found during my practice with thousands of hours with clients is that the most common problem I find is people resisting their emotions rather than feeling them. No matter what the emotion, whether it's anxiety or depression or grief or anger or frustration or even happiness or whatever, is that we resist them that we try to not feel them because for whatever reason we were taught at some point in our lives that that emotion was unacceptable or we weren't given the tools to handle it properly. And like I said, sometimes this is with what we might consider negative emotions like sadness or anger, but it even sometimes happens with positive emotions like happiness and celebration and excitement that people feel like whatever the emotion is, they're not allowed to feel it. Sometimes it's because we had the role during our childhood of always being the happy kid. And so we've learned that if we're ever sad, we have to just hide it and mask it because we need to be the positive, happy one for everyone else's sake. Sometimes it's the opposite. It's that we learned that if we're acting happy or excited or proud of our accomplishments, then we're bragging or we're too much or we're too in your face or whatever. So we need to calm it down to pacify everyone else around us so they don't feel bad about their lives. Or maybe it's just that we never learned the tools of how to deal with these things. Maybe it's that when we get angry, the only way we know how to deal with it is getting violent or getting loud or getting aggressive. And so we've been taught that we it's inappropriate to have anger when it's actually not the anger that's the problem, but the way we're handling the anger. Whatever the emotion and the reason might be for you, there are countless variations on why people learn at different stages of their life that a certain kind of emotion is unacceptable and so they have to block it. They have to shut it down. And this resistance to the emotion actually ends up 99% of the time making the emotion stronger, making it stick around for longer, and making us turn to maladaptive coping skills to handle it. Now, maladaptive coping skills is just a fancy word that we use in therapy for basically harmful, unhelpful things that actually make problems worse. These are issues like isolating yourself from others, blaming other people, going to addictive habits to try to numb the pain, just checking out and trying to turn off all emotions altogether. There's a lot of ways that people try to just push away these emotions because they've been taught they're not okay to feel. But the truth is every emotion is okay to feel. Every single one of them. There's no such thing as a bad emotion. There are, like I said, maladaptive, or you might simplify it to say bad responses to emotion or ways of handling the emotions, but the emotion itself is just an emotion. It's just a feeling. It's just information that your brain and body are giving you as to what's going on in your world. So one of the first things that I work with with a lot of my clients is learning to look at emotions the way a scientist might examine it. If a scientist is examining something under a microscope, they're just learning about it. They're getting curious, they're studying it, they're asking questions, they're examining. They're not judging, they're not shaming, they're not blaming anything under the microscope. They're just there to learn and to explore and discover. And we can do the same thing for our emotions. The emotion isn't bad, it's just different. And we need to learn about it. We need to find out, okay, where is this coming from? Is this the real emotion or is there something underneath it? Am I saying that I'm mad, but I'm actually feeling sad or betrayed or lonely? So there's several tips and techniques I give my clients to help them start this questioning scientific kind of process. And here's just a few of them. One of them is try to find at least three other words that you could use to describe your emotion other than the first one that comes to mind. So let's take an easy one if we're feeling sad. What else besides sad are you feeling? Are you feeling maybe lonely? You're feeling unloved. You're feeling scared. Whatever it is, there's more under it than just sad. 
that helps us round out this picture of what is this emotion? Let's really look at it. Another one that helps is where do you feel that emotion in your body? Let's just get curious about this emotion. Where is it? Is it in your stomach, in your chest, in your head, in your legs? Are you clenching your muscles? Is it a pain? Is it nausea? What's going on in the physical sensations of this emotion? Another way to get curious about this emotion is when have I felt this way in the past? What other experiences or events have led me to this emotion before so I can maybe find some links in between them, find some common patterns? One that I really love to use and is really helpful for young kids is if this emotion had a shape and a color, what would it be? Is your anger a red triangle? Is your sadness a green blob? Whatever it is, there's no right or wrong answers. It's just helping you to try to give some color and some texture to this. What does this emotion look like? What does it feel like? Can you hold it? How big is it? All these things can help us to just kind of quantify our emotion. And when we get curious about examining our emotion, we find that our emotion is just information for us. And it helps us to get out of our own head because we've got the base emotion down here, but so often we put layer and layer and layer on top of that emotion of self-judgment about the original emotion. We're sad and then we're upset that we're sad and then we're mad at ourselves for being upset and then we're ashamed of that and then we just add all this stuff. And we can clear all those optional ones away and just get curious. What is this emotion? Where is it coming from? What does it feel like? What else might this emotion be? How else could I describe this emotion? When we get down to that root core, then we can start really figuring ourselves out and we learn that that emotion is just an emotion, that it's okay to feel, that it's okay to feel anything. And then we can learn, okay, this is how I'm actually just feeling right now and it's not bad and it's not good, it just is. Now, with that information, how am I gonna react to this emotion? How am I gonna deal with this? Is this an emotion I like and I want to stick around? Awesome. Is it an emotion that I don't like, that I'm not comfortable with? Okay, that's fine too. And that is how we get our power back when we're dealing with emotions that maybe we don't wanna have. So that's how you become a scientist with your emotion. I hope this is helpful for you today. If you're following along on my page, you may have noticed that this week was my birthday and I'm just gonna put out a request for a, a personal birthday gift to me. If you're willing to give me 60 seconds of your time, please go on to wherever you're listening to podcasts and leave a rating and a review uh, as your birthday gift to me for this year. I just turned 30, so it's a big one, so come on. It really honestly means so, so, so much. Um, the way all the algorithms work for podcasts, the more rating and reviews you have, the higher people have a chance of finding the podcast and just spreading this free mental health resource to as many people as we can. Thank you so much for being here. As always, send me a message if you have any comments, questions, or topics you'd like to see covered on a future episode. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.